Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Great news for anyone in your home that has been waiting for, eh, you know, 16 months. To try to get in, to either get the G, G2, just make some progression in that whole staggered series to get themselves the old fancy. I'm I'm G for good. I'm Gucci. <laughs> Let's get after it. So it, it's a bit of a drive depending on where you are in southwestern Ontario, but not crazy insane. Guelph has set up a temporary uh, drive test center, and we joked earlier about that. It's like, hey, it's a trailer. It, no, it's a legit trailer. They've, they've set up a trailer. Guelph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a trailer. It's serving as the office. It's in the back lot of the Hitachi manufacturing plant. Okay. So I'm, we're not. I'm not being smug or you know, Big Brother joke <laughs> on you. It's legit. But the, the nice thing is they can do 300 tests a day, and so far about 2,000 appointments have been booked. Drive test centers, they were closed in chunks through the uh, pandemic in Lovato. So the goal is, because they're, the one in Guelph right now is going to run five days a week, 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. The goal is to get rid of that backlog, <clears throat> gulp, by early 2022. How what? I, yeah, I know, I know. But uh, people don't get their drive tests done in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the old, if you want to drive, then you're yeah. going to have to. There is another temporary location a little further east to all of us, but it's a drive to Oshawa. But here's where this may, and there was some rumblings of this last week, so I had this little nugget in. They're doing a seven-day a week. It's 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Well, you won't enjoy it. Go get that Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. drive test. Go get it, or, or get the 9.30, but just get it and get it out of the way. There are going to be four more centers that are in and around the GTA in September. Same thing, they'll be five days a week. But the good news on the Guelph one, as we kind of put our focus back there, is in November, boom, that, that monstrosity, that's going to run seven days a week. So if you can wait till November, you don't have to make the drive to Oshawa. But I, I, I wanted my license so bad, I ended up growing up outside of Owen Sound. I drove all the way down to... Walkerton because they had a they, they had a light and they had it, it was like a full on ramp. Oh, really? Yeah, because you needed to practice like yeah. merging on yeah. and off. Yeah, any four hundred series highways and, and versus driving two hours. Now I I went one for one. Anyone else get their their test get their pass on the first exam? I did. Nope. Yep, I did. I no actually twice. bypassed the four hundred one. You what? Betty? They they didn't make me do any four hundred one stuff. They asked if I was familiar with it. And at the time, I was like, yeah, I drive the 401 every day to go to work. I'm like, okay. So they just passed by it. it was great. What? Yes. And I was well, going to say. I was also almost 30. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an issue. But another issue with this whole drive test thing, their numbers and their predictions are way off of this goal of being all wrapped up in 2022. Because I know many people in southwestern Ontario who are afraid of the 401 that live in the city who should be doing their test on the 401 yeah. are going to be waiting for that sweet, sweet appointment to open up in Clinton, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, so if it doesn't work here. And Laura, you said what, twice? You had to take it twice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, The first time was in Clinton, Ontario, and there was a light, like I technically turned left on a red light, but it was like... <laughs> No, like it's when you go green to yellow. It's not a. It's what everybody literally does when they drive. 
Not the when there's a professor in the <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like the story's muttered, muttered uh, down a little, muddy it's up not. a little bit. No, that's it. My dad even warned me about this light because he drives a big old Geddes Farms truck through it. And he's like, oh, I, I think you should take it. Because so, I don't have options like you do, Jeff. I couldn't take it in my hometown because Ripley's drive test is a horse and buggy. Fair. So anyway, <laughs> my my other option was walking in. My dad said, "Oh, I don't think you should go to Clinton. They've got a, a red, a, a basically like a green to red light. You have no time to turn there." He says this because he drives through it all the time. I ignored him and I failed. Oh wow! So the the driver examiner set you up? Yeah, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I, that's where I ended up getting my G two because I, she had the person like training to be a drive tester in the back and i'm telling oh. you if they say do you mind if i have a, a, a student drive tester in the back you say yes <laughs> you say yes <laughs> i feel like, like that's just brownie points nah it's great i feel like the added stress of another person in the car like now i'm responsible for three souls yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got two people judging yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> jeff and laura with backstage ben every morning Virgin Radio. Humane Society, they are searching for you. You being, oh, yeah, we could foster. We could uh, find some room in our in our home, in our heart, to bring in a little furry friend. And uh, this is everything. Dogs, cats, gerbils, rabbits, snakes. I wonder how many snakes pop up at the Humane Society. Uh, I Well, I feel like if they do pop up at the Humane Society, it's because those are the people who have lost their snakes. Like, not... Lost uh, their snakes tragically, like, oh, I misplaced my snake. I guess yeah. it's time to go into better hands. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I would assume anyway. The issue, and this doesn't surprise anyone, it, they're just, they're preparing for the potential surge. It, it started, they just were basically looking in the mirror based off of, well, what's going on in, in the U.S. right now. A lot of people back to work-ish between, you know, the last 14, 16 months. And with that, well, we can't handle it. Well, you can. Maybe if you just put a little more effort in there, crate train your dog. Cats, they're pretty self-sufficient. Like, we've had Piper eight years now and uh, feed her. Litter box, yep. water, and uh, outside of that, she, you know, she's gone after one of the arms on her couch. Like, she's living her best <laughs> life. The cats, in a way, they're kind of, they're independent to a degree. Yeah, more Yeah, they're a little anyways. more, yeah, they're more like, hey, can you get out of the house already? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like some You're quiet late time. for work and you're ruining my day. <laughs> <laughs> Too much stimulation. Wow, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> What was interesting, though, they, they pulled up some of the numbers during the pandemic and, and people were seeking out companions. They said on average across southwestern Ontario with Humane Society, they'll get 25 applications per animal usually. Yeah. Some cases, 75 to 100 applications I believe it. per really animal. cute ones. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and, and it was tough. I mean, but they said even with the pandemic, senior animals were getting scooped yeah, up. Yeah, which, sure. yeah. which is nice. But the trouble is now they're seeing senior animals being surrendered mm-hmm. to, which is like, oh, come on. That's so sad. It's, it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. It I, is. Like, sorry, Benny. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we. We fostered for about a year, I think, mm-hmm. several years ago, and we had over 30 animals, at, like, you know, one or two at a time sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, if you're thinking of fostering, it's not even that huge of a commitment because the turnaround is so quick. Yeah. So we had we had points where there was no no animals to come. There was a time where they want they had animals that they didn't want to separate, so we'd get two and they'd have to wait a little longer to find somebody you could find two. But I think the most we had an animal was 10 days, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know? What? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. 
I didn't know it was that quick. I was about to say, like, I know you can have, I know some foster agencies will even say, hey, if you can only have this pet for two weeks, uh, that's totally fine. But I guess you don't, won't even have it for that long, right? Well, and I mean, now, because there are so many more surrenders, I'm sure that that would be a little bit longer of a wait time. But I still think the, the list of people who wanted pets versus who actually got pets versus those who are going to surrender yeah. them. I feel like there's still a lot of people that, that will be happy to get some pets. Exactly. Hopefully. It's the those that really wanted it, but then saw the lineup who went, well, we'll just wait. Yeah. And it was the, we just need it now. It's like the Black Friday of pets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's the the real life is settled in. Like the, the bill has shown up. You're like, oh, that's expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because there, there's more than just that first initial buy of the new bed and all the toys and treats, and then it's yeah, the they rent. keep eating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what after that first bag? <laughs> so just whatever uh, part of the region you're in, uh, you, we all have a, a local humane society. Mm-hmm. It's a phone call or even just uh, direct through the local website to sign up to be a foster. It's yeah. a, a quick minute or two to get that done. You're working with amazing, like-minded people. It's pretty low pressure because they're just happy to have you in so many cases that if there's if something doesn't fit to if there's a dog it's too big it's too rowdy something or other they'll work with you it's not like you're stuck with something that just doesn't work with you come on every animal deserves a nice forever absolutely yeah they do and like a little nice it's like an airbnb stay at your house (laughs) little treats on their pillow (laughs) (laughs) and if it's a cat and you don't leave one it'll leave one for you (laughs) all right mornings with jeff laura and backstage ben virgin radio pretty much every minute of your day your your head is 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 thinking you're you're, okay i've stuff to do in life your cell phone's going off you're under the laptop you're just always busy laura has the ability on thursday night for a for a little staycation what is check in three o'clock right you're you're in saint jacobs but like you said you're basically on the border from from waterloo to saint jacobs you're relatively close to home yeah, going on a, a little bit of a solo date, a camp in Waterloo Region. So there are a lot of hotels in the region and open to anybody. You can come from London and, and area too. And London's got some great promotions as well to come to their hotels. But they've actually set up some camps inside various hel- hotels in Waterloo Region. So the one that I'll be staying at, the Hampton Inn and Suites in St. Jacobs, right by the St. Jacobs Market, there's going to be s'mores grilling. There's an indoor campsite. There's going to be camp meal features at the on-site restaurant. So that'll be one of my places that I go for a little solo dining. So which room are they going to light the beds on fire for the bonfire? (laughs) I don't know, but I can't wait. (laughs) Uh, Some advice that's coming in for those that either have enjoyed it or plan on it. Um, The big one says, like, okay, slow your mornings. Take your time. Order some room service. Get your nails did. You're going to have to get them undone and then redid because you did them over the holidays, right? Your, your holiday break. Um, yeah, my brother calls them monster hands. And, <laughs> and I mean, this would be right up uh, backstage Ben's alley. Afternoon matinee. I feel vindicated by this because we have had a ton of people suggesting it. I do that on like a weekly basis yeah. where I'll just go by myself, which is great. I don't know if you want to do it on like the one day that you have completely to yourself. You know, like this oh, really? little bit of time. Because it's a okay. good chunk of time, right? But just make that part of your regular routine, and you're all set. <laughs> okay, okay. You've got to go hunt, uh, whether it be a bakery or a, night, a little coffee shop cafe that you've yet to discover. Yeah. And there's there's a whole ton out there. You just jump on, like, food in the Waterloo region. 
Yeah, you <laughs> know. Move, hey, yeah. but see, now that's the thing. Speaking of Facebook groups like that that are just full of tea, <laughs> I do want to try to, and you, maybe you've experienced this too, you're traveling alone for the first time. <laughs> yeah, even though it's three kilometers away from my house. Traveling alone for the first time. The goal is try not to be on your phone the whole time, though. I think that's yeah. going to actually be a challenge because even when you're at that restaurant sitting alone and stuff, it's going to be so tempting to scroll on Instagram just to so you're not, like, staring at other people. You have nobody to talk to, right? What do you do? I love a good people watch. See, normally when I'm out, Laura's yet to really discover this, but Benny no, knows great. I'll do commentary of people. Like full life backstories. <laughs> so you could just do that in an internal monologue. Yep. You could do that for yourself. And, okay, laugh every once in a while. You may look like that uh, silly person in the corner, but hey, uh, you just do you. I'm all for it. I'm all, uh, honestly, I'm a little envious because my, envious, yeah. my house went from pandemic to, oh my God, I'm just, I'm always around you to now it's so, everything is picked up. It's so <laughs> insanely busy, leaning towards the fall. I would love 24 hours of just yeah. see you later, bye. Like, how, I don't know what that works out to be, but 24 I, hours could take an hour. <laughs> <laughs> what if I said you had a cool 200 bucks? Could I take your spot, Laura? With 200, Ooh. $300. You could just book your own room. No. I mean, again, <laughs> discounted. <laughs> or I could do that and say it's a work <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> it's probably cheaper than what you were willing to pay me, to be honest. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with. Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Staycation plans for Thursday. Laura gets to enjoy a little, little camp out in St. Jacobs on Thursday night. What's left to fill? I, we, we, I think we've come up with a ton of, of ideas surrounding dinner and or lunch. Yep. Uh, a little free time for uh, some traveling. Again, up on the list is the Maple Syrup Museum of Ontario. Uh, again, I was there as a kid. I'm sure it's <laughs> just as interesting. Now, I, I'm a connoisseur of, of maple syrup. I actually have. You really are. I had bourbon barrel um, maple syrup, and it was unbelievable. Highly recommend. Now, it's quite expensive, but I don't know. I don't know because of COVID if there's um, access to product there. Because I'm trying to think of when I was a kid, if they had like a little... Everyone has like a a shop where they sell t-shirts and products and supplies, so I... I'd have to do a quick Google search. To, maybe I should have done that a few minutes ago. But I, <laughs> that, if you're going, just take note. I will take one of almost everything that is available. If you, if you happen to make that one of your destinations, just saying. I'll try to go just for you so I can get you a little souvenir from a big trip away. <laughs> but I mean, it's really cool. And like we mentioned before, the some of the, like lots of hotels in your local cities are having really awesome promotions. Uh, Tourism London has one on the go right now too. But Waterloo Region, they want you to camp in at a Waterloo Region hotel. So I'm staying at the Hampton Inn and Suites in St. Jacobs. They have s'mores grilling, uh, photos at indoor campsites, camp meal feed at the on-site restaurant. So when I go out for this dinner on myself, I don't know what that's going to mean, but I'm very, very interested. Discounted room rates right now, a chance to win a free stay in the future if you go. And that's just part of the fun that you can have in the hotel. So I'm looking for stuff to do outside of this. We've got a lot of texts too from people saying, I was terrified to do it. <laughs> Any traveling alone, a lot of people are saying, you know, they flew far, far away, but they said it was the best experience. Absolutely. Yeah. One dropped in, Laura, saying that there's a, a walking path right behind the mill, and uh, they recommend you bring seeds to feed the birds. You could be the bird lady Ooh. in Home Alone. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That'd be fun. Why Maybe not? I can tame a, a, a goose and become flyaway home. Huh? <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anna Paquin. Yep.
Those devil chickens, leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> you need none of those. I wouldn't come back from that trip in one piece. No. <laughs> and, and all three of us are in, in, in relationships, and this, this conversation pops up that... For whether it be for work or, or family stuff and your partner's away, you get a night, it's snore free. Comfy. Oh my You start, goodness. you get to starfish. That in itself is worth a night away. It really is. We have already had the conversation in my house. We are day two back to work after two weeks off. And the conversation yesterday was, I was about to put a pillow over your face and hold it there. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Jeff, Laura, Backstage Ben. So that's the name of the show, but what is it going to be about? Because Netflix, they're working on a batch of new reality shows, but um, maybe they're out of ideas. Because why else would you say, hey, if you're over the age of 18 and you live in Canada, U.S., U.K., Ireland, um, hey, give us a one-minute video on our new dedicated reality TV site. Give us some show ideas. You can do different classifications, whether they're, you know, food-based, uh, home renovation shows, romance, lifestyle, and or you can just click all of them and say, well, I'm not even genre-specific. I just have an idea for a show, but they're really leaning into this, and, and they want you to hop on and, and put your ideas forth. And Benny, you said you have one? Well, I have an idea. So, like, Laura, last time we talked about this, she was suggesting perhaps an updated version of Simple Life. Uh-huh. I want to just steal an old idea that only ever made one season of television in 2001. It was a murder mystery. It was called Murder in Small Town X. And there was like 10 contestants that move into this like little village sort of thing. Yeah. Everybody else is an actor. So it's like an actual murder mystery sort of thing. Oh, wow. And you had to figure out who, who did this crime. But each contestant would get air quotes, killed in a seat, like in one episode, somebody would get killed off sort of thing. I thought it was brilliant, but it only lasted one season. I really? bring that back. Makes so can I just pretend like it's my own idea and sure feel like I've can. never seen that yeah. one one season show? I would imagine what's going to happen is they'll gather ideas, ones they think there's something behind it, and then they'll investigate it to see if anyone holds similar rights to a TV show. Oh, fair enough, yeah. But look yeah. at how yeah. many imitation shows there are on all the networks. Oh, yeah, for so sure. So it's a matter of uh, let's just make sure the name is one degree off. Their legal department would give it the thumbs up. and the Killing same. in small town Z. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Done. And then ben, next thing you know, Backstage Ben is an executive producer. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of another idea, actually, since the last time we talked about this. How right. awesome would this be if we did the Norm Olympics, where you have people competing yeah. in categories to do regular schmegular stuff. I'm talking about who is the best at doing the dishes in five minutes flat with your hand and everybody has to use the same brand of terrible sponge. Oh, I would who kill it. can fold a fitted sheet the best. Oh, man. And because you know there will be people who are like everybody, there are some people who just really love chores that they're good at. They're like a hobby of Jeff's. That yeah. would get... That's a yeah. total hobby. <laughs> yeah, like doing the lawn. That could be yeah. a whole yeah. Norm Olympics thing. Yeah, the trouble is you got a lot of lawn cheaters where they use farm-grade chemicals. Oh but my. see, that's where you get the scandal in. Every reality show has it's to have juicing. some drama. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's juicy. They you do soil samples? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this seems doctored. Why? Because it was just pure dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> Try to taint your sample. That You know what, Laura? That may be something. Because, again, the voyeuristic look, a lot of people, you just want to see what other people are doing. And even if it's a lot of regular things. Yeah, in my head, I'm imagining it as a little bit of like the Olympics X white wipeout. 
Oh, you know, fun. like where like you have to really, you have to go through some sort of course. You have to really physically exert yourself to get this chore done. I'm, I think, I think we're on to something. We've got two good right? ideas. That's something I would be happy to participate in. Not sure that I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, because it could be the the most dramatic season. It ever. could be. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, it could be. <laughs> uh, we'll post the info across our socials. Keep an eye for it. But if you've got an idea, again, a minute. You probably have a couple of bullet points of something yep. you would like to see on television that has not graced a screen yet. And, and no this. idea is too bad. They do have Sexy Beast Sun right now. Thank so you. no idea is Perfect too bad. Perfect point of reference by Backstage <laughs> Ben, yes. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Well, Celebrity Stankgate continues. Yeah, you knew it was going to happen. Whether it's people asking celebrities whether or not they shower now or them just coming out of the woodwork and saying it themselves. This time, it was Jason Momoa. And yeah, he was actually asked about it. And he said, of course I shower. I'm Aquaman. Duh. I don't know if that counts as him being in the water as showering. Yeah, yeah I hope that doesn't In the lake, count. that's yeah. not a shower no. or a bath. That's you're just like a, in the lake. That's fish pee yeah, everywhere. Oh, yeah, as somebody who grew up, I'm a lake girl, I'm a beach girl. That is not a shower. That is... Hell. I even think if you have that like lake safe shampoo and conditioner, the water itself, it's like, it's like showering yourself with, with bath water. Fish bath water. Yeah. 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 Bear goes in, deer. I guess the next question Jason Momoa needs to answer then is what does showering mean to you? Is it lake showering? (laughs) Or is it shower showering? Is it just getting wet? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there's your stand. Kate, Quentin Tarantino, he's the reason, well, one of the many reasons why I'll never have children is because of childhood grudges like this. He was talking about a podcast, or he was on a podcast, and he explained that he had never given his mom anything throughout his career because of her basically pointing her fingers at him once after he scribbled all over his homework. And she said, this whole writing career of yours is over. She was f***ing me about something or other. In the middle of her little tirade, you know, she said, oh, and by the way, this little writing career, all right, with the finger quotes, all right, this little writing career that you're doing, that is f***ing over. And when she said that to me, in that sarcastic way, I was in my head and I go, okay, lady, when I become a successful writer, you will never see penny one from my success. There'll be no house for you. There's no no vacation for you. No Elvis Cadillac for mommy. You get nothing because you said that. That is insane. And he's held that up. He said one time he helped his mom out with the IRS. But that's it. Nothing. There's some childhood grudges like that scare me. Yeah, there's some therapy that could slide in to help. Just, just saying, you know. Over like one, and it seems like their relationship isn't really bad. I mean, she might be a little crusty about this whole situation, but <laughs> other than that, it's not like I don't think they're on not speaking terms. They're just, you know, average. Yeah, yeah. They're more like acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> Just come here to check if your taxes are in on time. That's, and that's right. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how are you? <laughs> and new music coming out Friday. This is going to be, I assume, a very, very dirty song. Lizzo is back with new music. She teased it on her Instagram yesterday, announced it. Cardi B will be featured on this song. It's called Rumors. It's going to be a fun bop. Obviously, we're going to play it for you. Also, on August 20th, Sean Mendes is going to drop a new song with Tiny called Summer of Love. 
that I imagine is probably going to be just a slow, sexy summer jam. But either way, a lot of sexy tunes coming up. Well, Interesting it. timing for a summer song. I know. The that's the summer. I think they're going to miss the window. That could be a bit of a dud ski. Mm-hmm. Well, Un- unintentionally. This, this past weekend, though, was the one year anniversary of WAP, which I would argue was last year's song of the summer. Uh, I don't know. That. Rolling Stone seems to still be the authority on that. I'd, we'd have to double check. Yeah. Oh, I'll be. I'll be looking. We'll check. We'll find out. <laughs> looking we'll for some WAP. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My yeah. station. Virgin Radio. Can Oscar beat Backstage Ben? We are uh, we fired her back up. Trivia returns. Every day at about 8.40, we'll give you an opportunity to go head-to-head with Benny. It's uh, three identical questions, but the difference is, well, he's out of the room. Hello. So it's not its not a speed game. It's not who gets to it first. It's who has the correct answer. So, Laura, you decided you were going to go with a, a theme of? Board game trivia. Okay. Ooh. And Benny, off-air, when I said this theme, he said, well, I don't really know a whole bunch about board games, so this could be your day. Oh, you didn't see on the webcam, but I oh. rolled my eyes. Yeah, I play board games. Oh, like really? Five minutes yeah. Week, yeah. Sarcasm. Oh, but I'm but. already so mad at you. I haven't even read the question. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know. So we've got yeah. Oscar. Oscar's going to play today. Now here's the thing, Oscar. So he's in the trades. He's uh, he's a busy guy. He's just he's just waiting for uh, to jump in on this next service call. But he's it. Laura, I think you and Oscar, mm-hmm. you Oscar, beautiful Brazilian boyfriend, could be friends. He loves going to the beach and loves road trips. Okay, well, that's See? basically been our whole lives yeah. the last forever. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe you and Oscar can form a bond here, and he can just you know absorb some good energy and, and pick up a win versus Benny. So we'll kick Ben out of the room. See, we'll see. Laura's got it on <laughs> camera as well, Oscar. So this is legit. Yeah, I would never let the man cheat ever, ever. And <laughs> I think your, by now people uh, hopefully know that. <laughs> what's your uh, knowledge on board games, Oscar? Do you play much? Uh, I used to play board games when I was younger, but I also okay. had a, a bad losing uh, streak, so I kind of slowed Ooh, down on that. <laughs> yeah, Travis destruck at one point in your historic timeline, eh, Oscar? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was also uh, when I was a child. Anyways, I was a sword loser, and, and I uh, inherited that on my children. So. <laughs> did you uh, take out any permanent grudges on people like Quentin Tarantino did with his mom? <laughs> no, but my uh, my uncle still reminds me to this day that I rage quit when I was 11, uh, Monopoly playing with him. I'm uh, right out of the room crying, so that was you know, a good time to remember that. Yes. That sounds like something an uncle would continue to mention yeah, this day so. as you're a grown man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, Oscar, well, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I am, I hope. <laughs> All right, starting off with <laughs> some confidence. confidence. First question. Listed alphabetically, what would be the first property on the Monopoly game board? Alphabetically. Um, would it be uh, Boardwalk? Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Was looking for Atlantic Avenue. Double A's there. Right. That's all right. Second question. Let's do this. What bright and delicious board game was invented to keep kids entertained in between treatments for polio during the San Diego polio outbreak? Uh, Candyland? Yes. You got it. Yeah, I know. I had no... Listen, I came to work today having no idea that other board games were invented during other, you know, mass outbreaks of things. Little fun fact there. Okay. Third and final question. Still looking pretty good, Oscar. You got this. 
This oddly titled game was invented by an anonymous Canadian couple to entertain friends on their yacht. Yachting? You got it. Well what had happened, yeah, Hasbro says this couple is anonymous. I couldn't find the names of them, but they said that they had invented this game as a way to entertain their friends on their yacht. They had originally called it the Yacht Game, which is boring in terms of name. But anyway, they sold the idea for the game, and then it got <laughs> renamed to Yahtzee. Wow. It's impressive. A two-for-three score. This is nice. Benny's been off for over two weeks now with gameplay and beat backstage Ben. So let's see what uh, let's see what he knows here. Benny! <laughs> All right, friend. Um, Ten points on the yell there, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, I've got a great teacher. Oscar scored two out of possible three. Okay. All right. Did well. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Oscar, would you like to trash talk Ben? You know, I always hear people trash talk. I'm not a trash talker. I just put luck. (laughs) I'm really Thanks. I appreciate that. What a gentleman. I'm definitely going to lose now. (laughs) Yeah. Some sportsmanship straight from the Olympics. Okay, Benny, are you ready? I'm ready. Listed alphabetically, what would be the first property on the Monopoly board game? Atlantic Avenue. Okay. I was going to buzz him, Laura. I was going to. He was going running a little long. I know. Oh, really? (laughs) But I can watch him. He wasn't Googling a thing. I know. I know. I can see him, too, even through this webcam. He was just staring off into space. And Andy's mics would definitely pick that up. Okay. Second question. What bright and delicious board game was invented to keep kids entertained in between polio treatments during the San Diego polio outbreak? I'm going to guess Candyland. That is correct. Okay, third and final question. This oddly titled game was invented by an anonymous Canadian couple to entertain friends on their yacht. Oddly titled? Oh, boy. Mm, I'm going to guess it's not Battleship. (laughs) 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 Uh, Euchre? Yahtzee, Benny. Yahtzee! Yahtzee! Oh, man. Oscar, that's pretty good. You should be very proud this morning. Uh, Yeah, I usually usually think I can get them, but it's always like one day I miss a question, and then the other day I get all three. Yeah. (laughs) That's all right, though. I missed one question. (laughs) What you've done is you've just kicked a a rematch. You've kicked that can down the road, so to speak. You'll come on back in a little while, and and you'll go head-to-head with Benny once again. But a tie, that's impressive. That's awesome. Well done, Oscar. <laughs> Thank we, you. We love it. Uh, love to have you back, as mentioned. And you can try your best so that uh, you add, ooh, what a milestone. Tie 75 now and beat Yay! backstage fans. Yeah. Do we get cake? That's right. Yeah. yeah Oscar gets cake. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio.